Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Des Caught It. I am Daniel Desmond, and today I'm only here with Caleb Goldstein. Today, we're going to be doing a way-too-early mock draft of the first round in fantasy for next year. And then, so that's going to be 12 picks to simulate the first round, and then we're going to be giving five honorable mentions that we could see going in. You know, maybe they have a really strong second half, and then they push into that first round, or maybe they just go early second round. Um, and then to end things off, we're going to be doing ride or die. So let's just jump right into our uh, too early mock draft for next year. Um, so Caleb, with the first overall pick for next year, who do you think it will be? I mean, I think it's going to be a consensus of Derrick Henry here. I think he has been clearly the RB1 since his first two weeks. He obviously started off slow. They wanted to work him back from the injury first couple games back but now I mean he's been so explosive the past weeks he's had more than 20 in every single one of his weeks and the only week that he had less was when he had a, 130 yards on 30 carries against the Colts when he just didn't score a touchdown and, I mean he's just been so dominant in the clear best fantasy player I disagree with this like pretty strongly just because like Derrick Henry he I I didn't think he was going to be that good this year he's been incredible like you said yeah. but the only thing is that he's never gone first overall like ever in his entire career so because... and it's because he doesn't catch passes and that's the thing and I just feel like there's so many more people so many more running backs with the upside because when you look at like Christian McCaffrey, the reason why everybody likes Christian McCaffrey, it's because he's going to run like Dalvin Cook and then he's going to catch like, I don't know, Deontay Johnson from like yeah. last year. Okay. So you're Christian getting McCaffrey. two players in one. Yeah, like, but, you don't get that with Derrick Henry. Yeah, but you get a beast who barely, he was like the one of the, like, he doesn't get injured. He's a literal beast. He got one foot injury. And Christian McCaffrey's over here injuring himself every single, every single year. You can't trust him. Well, I don't have Christian McCaffrey first. I'm just saying that, like, the reason why it goes with Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara as well, it's just because they're two players in one. Okay, but Derrick Henry's still better. He's the better one player. doesn't no, matter about the two players. Because they, they always will have higher floors. Derrick Henry could mm -hmm. easily go 20 carries for 80 yards, and then yeah. you just have eight points. True, like, but that he just also happens. could easily go for 150 yards and two touchdowns, which he does almost every single week. I think that's also because his schedule has been incredibly easy this because year. Because he's in the easiest division. He's going to yeah. have an easy schedule. Yeah. Well, it's not going to change throughout the years. The teams are going to well, be bad they, next year as well. Will they? It's the same bad rushing defense that we've seen in the AFC South for the past, what, five years that he's dominated it? I just don't think that... He's never gone first overall. There's no reason for him to do it again. Well, he would have well, gone first overall this year no, if he, he didn't get hurt. Have. Yes, he would have. No. Without McCaffrey, the injury, he easily McCaffrey, would have gone first overall. McCaffrey would have gone. McCaffrey Dude, would have gone. Up, JT, he, was, the, he JT was the first overall. He would have. He had a 2,000-yard season yeah, two exactly. years ago and then didn't go first overall. Well, yeah, but but because McCaffrey went first overall. After McCaffrey tore his ACL in the year before. The year before, it was McCaffrey and JT had it was first overall. That was last year. And yeah. then the year before that, Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards. overall that year? Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey's exactly. gone first. McCaffrey was first, but that was before his injuries, and now he's super injury prone. No, he got he injured that year. Yeah, I know. Whatever. It's, it's just that Derrick Henry, he's never gone there, and a lot of people just, like, won't do it because he doesn't have the receiving upside. Um, and then, so for my first pick, I'm going to be tending to, like, more wide receivers here just because I think that people are going to start to realize that there are so many late-round running backs where if they hit, they're instant league winners. So I think the best draft strategy is to just get the 
incredible wide receivers and then just kind of fill out your running backs just that zero rb strategy um so my first overall pick is tyree kill um he's been unbelievable he's on pace for the most yards ever like in the history um more than calvin johnson more than cooper cup and the only thing is that he has five touchdowns which like to put it in perspective cooper cup has eight and yeah. tyree kill is still outscoring him Tua is going to be there next year. Mike McDaniel is going to be there next year. I mean, I think that this Miami's Dolphin, this Miami Dolphins offense is so explosive, and I think it's just going to keep on chugging. Yeah, I think Tyreek Hill is definitely easily the number one receiver for like for a couple years to come because he's just been so explosive this yeah. year. And with the duo with Waddle, he's just so unstoppable. Like there's, it's so hard to guard both of them. I think it just depends whether you want a running back or receiver. And I think Derrick Henry. Is just he's just so dominant at the running back position that I would want him over Tyree Kill in this position. However, I do think that Tyree Kill is a very like viable pick at number one. I just think this year we were lucky seeing all these rookie running backs hit like literally every single one. All rookie running backs that were chosen and putting in a starting role have all been incredible this year. Mm-hmm. It was like six of them that you could have gotten lucky on, but now if it, next year it's bound to not be as good. So I oh, think that, I think it definitely no, could no, be. No, it can't just be it can't just be another six amazing running backs. There, there's the gonna blue. be there's just gonna be guys that like hide behind depth charts and then all of a sudden you can start them. Like Deion Jackson, Eno Benjamin. Guys that like nobody drafted, but then they just come up because their starter gets hurt and running backs get hurt at an incredible rate. Um so I mean I just feel like wide receiver is just the way to go. And that that's why I have Hill. Nah, not think, first overall. First overall has been running back forever. I think that will change. It it's should, not like it more rookie change. running backs are all of a sudden becoming good. There's always been good. It's because they have guys. more juice. Because running backs now only last like five years yeah, with true. juice. That's and true. now when a young new guy comes in, they just take over the scene. Yeah. They look better. And that's just what it and is. And I mean, Jeff Wilson just came into Miami. People thought, mo- I mean, I thought most of was going to have a big week. And now Jeff Wilson has, what, 15 carries on the Miami offense. Yeah. All of a sudden, because he's yeah. just a fast little young, he's a young guy. So, I mean, you're right. I, I do think, but I still think that Derrick Henry has to be the number one pick. Yeah. Um, moving on to the second pick, I have Christian McCaffrey. Um, he's, th- this is like, this is kind of bold, I think, just because he's only played one game for the Niners, but he put up 40 points in fantasy, 180 total yards, and he had the trifecta of touchdowns with three. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen every single game, but I think if he keeps on getting like similar volume in this juggernaut offense, which is going to be scoring at a very, very good clip, I think that he could easily, easily be top three. I mean, like he went like one or two, depends on your strategy this year. Yeah. He's now on a better offense. Yeah. And if he goes through the entire year healthy, there is like the only reason he didn't draft him one is because of injury. Uh-huh. And now he's on a better offense. If he gets similar volume, I mean, I think that he should almost be the first overall pick next year if this continues. Yeah, and I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, looking at it, is really just the perfect quarterback for him. Yeah, He's so mediocre to the point that he's just going to dump it off so much to Christian McCaffrey. But at the same time, that offense has so much firepower that it's still an elite offense. They're going to be scoring at high rates. So this is literally perfect for CMC, and I think this is definitely a viable pick. And I think that McCaffrey will be a top three running back, if not top five next year, depending on injury. But I just want to see how that offense really does work with Debo and CMC because one of them it will have a major fall off. It's just bound to happen. I 
I'm very intrigued. And, like, I just thought about this because Trey Lance, like, still exists. And, like, he hurt yeah. his foot, but Jimmy Garoppolo is a free agent next year. Yeah. And now is Trey Lance going to ride the bench for another year next year? Who knows? Or are they just going to move on entirely? Because I feel like if Trey Lance plays, it, it hurts CMC's yeah, value. Yeah, a lot, a lot. It hurts it a lot. And I don't know if they're going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo back. That's a little bit up in the air. I think I actually might want to lower him a yeah. little bit just because of that uncertainty. Mm. And like you were saying, Debo was hurt when he had like True. this trifecta. So, I mean, his volume could go down. But I think that... I think he's the best player on that offense. And so I think they're just going to keep on giving him the ball at the same clip that he had. I'm really interested to see what this 49ers offense does because I think if they work it right somehow, then they'll be able to be so elite. Yeah. My second pick is Tyree Kill, like we were talking about before. I think he's the best receiver. And after Derrick Henry, I I believe there's a bit of a fall off because none of them are as good as him. And I'm just like on pure talent level, Derrick Henry is the most reliable player that you can get. And I think that's what you need in a number one slot. And below that, I have Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh, just, like, one quick thing for Tyreek Hill, not to beat the dead horse, but, like, his two bad games yeah. is when Teddy Bridgewater got concussed on the first play of the game. Tua mm-hmm. was already out. And then when Tua got concussed against the Bills and then yeah. still played, and it was, like, 90-degree weather, Tyreek was cramping the whole game. Those are his only two games under yeah. 20 points. And he's had seven receptions or more on every single one, except he, for those. He's been incredible. Yeah. Um, one thing to note, do you think that Jalen Waddle, you know, as he gets younger, second-year player, does Jalen Waddle eat into Tyreek Hill at all? No, they're just both amazing. Yeah. They're just both so good. They'll both go for 150 a game. Yeah, it's probably true. It's insane. Um, moving on to the third pick, I have Saquon. He's the RB4 right now on the year. And he's just been... It was like CMC, where it's like, if he plays a full year, this guy should be going top five. Looks like he's going to play a full game, knock on wood. Yeah. And he's looked so explosive, looks like his true self. And, I mean, I think it's a reason why he's healthy and the Giants are 6-2, and two, uh, whatever they are. So, yeah. I mean, Saquon has been unbelievable. He hasn't finished with below 15 points. The only thing is that since week one, he hasn't had a spike week where yeah. he's had, like, 30, 35. He hasn't gone above 20 since week two. Mm-hmm. So he's just been, like, super, super consistent. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, I like this, but I just think there's a couple running backs that I would have over and a couple guys that I would have over. In my opinion, Austin Eckler, who's my third pick, is far over him just because of the receiving upside that he's got him this year. It's insane. Like, he gets so many passes out of the backfield, like 10, 12 reception games. And, I mean... He's the RB one so far this for the rest for the year, and I mean the offense will only get better when it gets healthier. Yeah, so I, I think this offense we always say it's gonna be a juggernaut based on years and years and years, and then they always get hurt. Maybe next year will be it, but even if it's not the year that they're super good, Austin Eckler is still gonna be amazing. Yeah, I. It's really weird with the Chargers this year. Yeah. Like they've been like so hurt. Keenan Allen has played like one game since week one. Mike Williams is hurt. I mean, Eckler has just been on like an absolute tear yeah. since I week mean, three or something like mm-hmm. that. He's been insanely good. Um, but see, it's like I'm gonna say it's because he scores too many touchdowns. But now he's gonna do it for two years in a row. So maybe yeah, it's just like who he is. But 
Uh, I just feel like Saquon doesn't score that much because he's on a worse offense. Eckler yeah. averages 20 touchdowns a year. So I guess that's like my only argument against Eckler uh, or for Saquon over Eckler. But yeah. I, I see these as like A and B. Yeah. Uh, I, think I, I really same. think it just depends how the Chargers offense will work. They're two star receivers into the offense next year. If they ever can play healthy together, Keenan Allen might eat a little of those touchdowns. But Keenan Allen's getting so old. Like, Keenan Allen is not the same player he used to be at all. He's yeah. so injured. And who even knows what he's going to be when he gets back? Same age as Michael Thomas, but they're both always hurt. So yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, for the fourth pick, Caleb, who do you have? I have Cooper Cup because I just think he is, despite awful quarterback play by Matthew Stafford, and who knows who it's going to be next year. Maybe Matthew Stafford will be there. Maybe they'll move on after this, like, terribly bad season. But he's still the wide receiver, too. So, I mean, the volume will never end. He's the Rams. He's the face of the Rams. There will never be a good running back on that team. They always split it. It's always just Cooper Cup. So this is probably going to be the biggest disparity in our list. I don't even have Cooper Cup here. Um, because there are so many reports that the key guys like Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Stafford, and Cup, yeah. Jalen Ramsey might request a trade. Aaron Donald might retire. Sean McVay might retire if those two leave. Sean McVay retire? And then, yeah. He's so, he just started. He, he might want to retire if wow. they leave. Th- those are just like, like reports. I mean, career. I mean, I, I have no yeah, idea uh, what the guy thinks, but that those are ooh. just reports, and I'm like gambling on that almost. So I'm just predicting for that to happen. And also, Stafford sucks, and he has been sucked. He's in the concussion protocol now for this week, so I don't even know if he's going to play. So I just feel like Cooper Cup is just going to – he's going to have a really, really solid role. He's going to have so much volume. But this offense is so atrocious, and I feel like if McVay leaves, the scheme won't be the same. And I – uh, looking back on it, it's probably idiotic, but I just feel like if Sean McVay isn't there and Stafford still sucks, I have no idea how Cooper Cup is able to do this. I think it's all because of McVay. Um, but for my fourth pick, I have Justin Jefferson. Uh, wide receiver four right now, this is where his ADP was for this year. Um, I think it's just going to be another year under a new system, and he's still absurdly young, and he's one of those guys who you really want on their team because they're just so exciting. Yeah, and I mean, the only problem for him this year has been the couple weeks where he's just been sort of taken away. He doesn't score touchdowns. Yeah, and he also doesn't score touchdowns. He's very limited in the goal line, and the only touchdowns that he does get are on the 70-yard bombs that we haven't seen much of this year just because I think Kirk Cousins has struggled, but he also has not looked that bad, which is why I'm not super against Justin Jefferson. I just think that Cooper Cup and Stephon Diggs and guys like them just get way more volume than he does just because Adam Thielen steals a lot of his receptions, and I just think the Vikings now with TJ Hawkinson, who got eight catches, have a lot of firepower and a lot of mouths to feed Mm -hmm. there, and which is why Justin Jefferson doesn't get those touchdowns. I see it. I I just mean... Justin Jefferson, it's like the name. It's like Jamar Chase. Mm. You hear that, you want that on your team. Super fun. And I feel like he's still the de facto. He still is like the face of the offense. He is the offense. So I just think as high-powered as it be, I think it maybe even allows more red zone opportunities. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, Pick number five, I have Stephon Diggs. Wide receiver three right now. If... It's pretty simple for me. If Josh Allen's there, Diggs and Diggs is there, 
they're going to be incredible. Yeah, I mean, I have the same pick. Somehow we've gotten different ones for every single one, but we same for Diggs at pick number five. I think he's just, he was like the 12th or something this year, even though we knew Josh Allen and him were going to be elite together. And now we've seen that they're just insane. Best offense, or maybe best offense, I don't know. They didn't look great against the Jets' defense, but best quarterback, best offense, insane volume. I mean, he's the he's the he's what you want. Yeah, and there's like no run game either. He, so. he was so low because Josh Allen and Diggs. So like two years ago, so like the 2020 season, it like saved Josh Allen's career. Yeah, it made him incredible. He could finally throw the deep ball accurately. Mm-hmm. And then they both had career years. And then Diggs was, like, in this spot. He was, like, around, like, the mid-late first round. Yeah. And then they just seemed, like, kind of kind of out of sync. Mm-hmm. And the Bills, you had that Chiefs game where Stephon Diggs only had two catches. Gabe Davis stole the show yeah. in the playoffs. And it's, like, they just seemed a little bit out of sync. They weren't working that well in the goal line. I think Diggs only had, like, four touchdowns last year. So, I... Well, Diggs now is like completely proving it. Yep. They're in sync. They're and... in sync. I think they might be in sync this year. Yep. They're going to keep on going. Yeah. For the sixth pick, I have now Derrick Henry here. Um, I might want to move him up a little bit. I kind of want to switch him and Diggs. Um, like we've said, he's like inevitable. I mean, he might be the exception to like the running backs are only good for like yeah. five years because he, because yeah. of his body, just ridiculous. RB3 right now, offense probably gets better next year because last week against the Chiefs, there wasn't a single pass completed to a wide receiver. Yeah, negative two total yards in the second half and overtime. Yeah, so I think the offense gets better. Maybe they get an actual wide receiver. I yeah, mean, Robert an Woods. quarterback. Robert Woods. Or anything. So, he's, I mean, it's he's not there. I mean, but it's ridiculous. Derrick Henry, it's not like the volume's going down. He had like He's had 30 carries in some games coming off like a major foot injury. And, I mean, he's just such a beast. He's at 32 carries, 30 carries, 28 carries, and he, it's not coming down. His he's, his he's usage his usage against the Chiefs was weird. They, yeah, like, didn't they run him they at stopped. all in the second half. Yeah, I don't know Kinda why. Weird. It didn't make any sense because he had 115 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. Who's your guy at pick six? Mine, CMC. We talked about it. It really just depends on the situation in San Francisco and how the rest of the year plays out. But I think it'll play out okay, and I think – they need to get Debo back in that offense because Debo wanted did, what was happening at the start of the year. They were negotiating the contract. He just wanted money, and Debo just wanted. Did they pay him? Yeah. So they paid him. So they 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 want him. They want to use him. So they can't just completely shy away from that. So I think it'll it'll come back down to like a fifty fifty split of superstars. And I don't know if CMC can keep up the volume that Derrick Henry and these guys can. But I have him at six. I think this is like. I, I said this earlier. I think this is realistic for CMC just because yeah. the QB position is a complete unknown True. for the Niners next year. So I I, I agree with how you put him here. I mm-hmm. would move him back. Maybe even switch him and Derrick Henry. Um, Moving on to pick number seven, I have Jamar Chase. He is actually the wide receiver eight right now, and he p- hasn't played the last two games because of a hip injury. Um, And I was talking about this with Jefferson. He's young, super young. Super fun to have, and he, I think he's going to come back maybe after the bye. He didn't go on injured reserve, so he's definitely coming back in, like, the next three weeks, and I think he's going to be incredible then. And I think that even though Joe Mixon scored five touchdowns, that's against an awful Panthers defense. I think this is, like, the heart and the soul of this Bengals offense. Yeah, and, I mean, if Chase is playing, he probably gets three of those if he yeah. was playing against the Panthers. 
But I think that this is way too high for him. I have him. I don't even think I have him at all out of all my picks. I just don't think he has the volume or just the talent of all these other receivers. I think he does have the talent. I'm going to scratch that. But the volume is just not there. He ha- he he has gotten over eight receptions in one game this season. And compared to all these other players, I just don't think he gets the ball enough. Uh, his like target numbers are ridiculous though. Yeah, like week one he had sixteen, make... then nine, like ten, four... six, twelve, ten, eleven. Like his target numbers are ridiculous. Well, because and... some of them are just like throwing it up on a, like a deep ball when it's just like you're throwing it out of bounds because like these target numbers are five over his actual catch numbers. Yeah, and then he had thirty two and thirty three before he got hurt, which True. is ridiculous. Um, but I just mean he's so explosive. He's so fun to have. And this Bengals offense is going to be good again next year. I mean, Burrow's going to be there. Mixon will be there. T. Higgins will be accompanying him. I He's somebody who, like, if I can get him at the late, later portion of the uh, first round, maybe even second, I would love that. You're taking him over Cooper Cup? I would take him over Cooper Cup. Over Devontae Adams? Yep. Really? Uh-huh. I think I would take, I would take both of them over him. What about I, D-Hop? I don't D Hop. I see it as close. I'm not quite sold on him just because I don't know if the Cardinals are good. And I don't know yeah. if that offense will be good. AJ Brown, uh, these all these AJ guys I would close. think about taking over Jamar Chase, and I think it just depends how the rest of the year pans out, and we'll see how he adjusts back into the offense. But there's so many guys there. There's just so many, and the offensive line has struggled, and the Bengals offense was shaky even before Jamar Chase got hurt. So I, I think we'll see how it plans out mine is Justin Jefferson we were just talking about him he's super young I mean he's incredible yeah it him and him and Chase I see as the same for next year to be honest no just I I think think they're the same I think right now Jamar Chase like if you're like already like set to make the playoffs in a league and somebody like lower down has Chase and they're kind of struggling because he's hurt Mm. trade for him yeah and I mean, Jamar Chase is going to come back, and he's going to be so, 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 so good. Yeah. He's going to be ridiculously good, and I think that's just going to make his stock it's skyrocket. It's only a second year. Yeah, so, it I is mean, only a second year. He's like he's still 20 years old. And it's Jefferson's third year. All these young guys, I mean. But I think, yeah, he'll be. I think Jefferson will be the consensus top, like, three wide receiver pick. Yeah, I, I love Jefferson. Yeah. I I've always wanted him in a league. Yeah. Um, Pick number eight. This is this is a, a little bit of a bold one by me. I have uh, Travis Etienne. Um, he's been the RB1 in all of fantasy since he was proclaimed the starter three weeks ago. He's averaging 26 touches a game as the starter, and it's going to be like his third. I say that in quotation marks because he got hurt in his first year. Yeah. So it's really his second year of playing in the NFL, mm-hmm. and he just looks so unbelievably explosive. Yeah. He's the passing down back. He's the three down back. And he is like, he's like a baby McCaffrey in that way, yeah. where he's going to get the volume, he's going to get passing work, and this Jaguars offense could be a lot better. Maybe Lawrence takes another step with Ridley if Ridley's good next year, yeah. something like that. I don't even know, but I he looks so good, like so unbelievably good. He's everything that he was supposed to be and more out of college, and I just love Etienne. I mean, he's been so good, and so many people started doubting him after James Robinson and most of the carries, but I'm wondering why is Travis Etienne not allowed to win Rookie of the Year if Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year? I, I don't know. It seems different, unfair. Different rules. It's the same. It seemed, it's the exact same thing. 
they were both hurt coming out of college, and they couldn't play the first year, and now they're both amazing. Do you think that he would win it over Pierce? Probably though? not, yeah. but I think he should be in the running for it, depending on how he That's does ridiculous. for the, rest of the year. You are right about the rookie running backs. They have been unbelievable yeah, this I mean, year. Yeah, I mean, I guess Etienne's not really a rookie, but him, Ryan yeah. Robinson, yeah. is still like the number one recruit, is he? Mm-hmm. And he's been he hasn't even played yet. And I mean. I don't know. I, I think this is a good pick, but I don't have him this high. I have Saquon, like we talked about before, but I you just Saquon. You have Saquon low. Yeah, you I mean, there's no way you would have him over the. I don't think. I don't think it's reasonable to have him over these guys. I love him. He's my favorite player in that. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. He's so great, but the Giants' offensive line is terrible. I, it's not good. That is true. It's I not as good like, as these other offensive lines, and they. I don't. I just don't think that Saquon will be just get the ball enough. Well, no, I, I I think he'll get the ball enough. I just don't think he'll get the ball in open space enough the, to make plays. The, the, the Giants are super weird because it's also, will Daniel Jones be the quarterback? Like, has he earned yeah. the job next year? Definitely. He's 6-2. and two. They're going to make the playoffs with, like, 11 wins. I don't know. Daniel Jones still sucks. But, I mean, it's good for Saquon because he's great at dumping the ball off. Um, I, I think you need to move Saquon way up. Nah. If you... Because right now he's like the RB3 in terms of average. And it's like if he plays 16 games, he's going to be right up there. And yeah, I think he's the that, RB3. I have him at RB3. Or but no, I, I think have him you, at RB4. I think you have to move him way up. Like, above. The only like, person I, mean, I would consider putting him be, above is maybe. He needs maybe, to be top five. He needs no, to be top five. No, he can't be top five. He has to be top five he because be. if he plays all 17 games, he will have so much volume. But he won't have more points than any of these. They won't, he won't be better than any of these guys. Definitely will be. No, he won't. And he's such a fun name. Media loves him. He's a fun name. He's going to go up. Yeah, but all of these other guys are funner. They're funner names. No. They're better. See, there is also something to it, like name name value. Like, imagine if, like, Travis Etienne was just, like, Travis Smith. Yeah. Think about how lame that is. Travis is a great name, but, like, there's there's some names that you look at them and they're just completely different. Yeah, which is why like Mark Andrews is a really low down pick and has. But Travis Kelsey, hey now, it's an it's an okay. That's a good name. It's an okay one. Um, pick number nine, I have Joe Mixon here. Um, he was the RB. He was the RB eleven before this week, and then he scored five touchdowns, and now he's the RB two. It's kind of interesting. Um, and he was drafted in the same spot last year. He's a household name. He's going to have the volume, and, yeah. It, it's just going to be Joe Mixon. You know what you're getting. Well, it's well, going to be Joe you Mixon. You said he was the RB11 before this 55. This 50, just cross this out. This is never happening. 55 points well, never happening. Well, he would yet. still put up, like, 30. You okay, take let's away put up 30, touchdowns. maybe the RB8. No, I, I also have like Joe RB Mixon here, but I'm sort of second-guessing myself after hearing that. I, I, but he's still, he's still good. But the offensive line is bad. Hopefully they'll build around it this offseason or try to at least. And, I mean, he's just not as flashy or consistent as the guys ahead of him. But I still think that he has those big weeks. and he's His his volume is still incredible. Yeah, his volume's incredible, but he gets one-yard gains. So if Joe Mixon, right, so he's at 171 points and he just put up 55. So if you take away 20 of those points, he would have two points less than Saquon Barkley. Yeah. I mean, exactly, he's, he would be like, the RB. Oh, he'd be the RB six. Yeah. Okay. So, this makes sense. Then. I mean, I think this is right where you want to have him, yeah. and he's a three down back. Even though Samaji P Ryan takes away a little bit of it, he's still a three down back. Still gets a crap ton of volume, and five touchdowns is enough to tell you he is a goal line back as well. True. 
So I I think that Joe Mixon they obviously trust him as well if he's yeah. getting five touchdowns. So yeah, something to that. Um, at pick number ten, I have Travis Kelsey. I even want to move him up. I think he should be above Etienne for me. Kelsey is like so unbelievably underrated, and I have him this year. Um, it's just such a relief because he is like the face of his offense. He's like the only tight end. You can make the argument Mark Andrews, but it's still Lamar and running. Yeah. So he's the face of the offense. The offense goes as he goes, and it's the best offense in the league because they average the most amount of points. Um, I Kelsey should be even more up for me. He's so good. I mean, hearing that you have Kelsey in fantasy makes me so upset because I got scammed at the most unlucky. I traded Kelsey and Mahomes for Herbert, Andrews, and, like, someone else. And right after I trade them, Herbert and Andrews both get hurt, and my whole trade goes to complete just awful. And now you have Mahomes and Kelsey, and Kelsey is, like you were talking about, the only reliable tight end in the league. Yeah. I mean, Mark Andrews is hurt now. He has these injury problems. And he, he's had them in the past, but it hasn't been to the point where he sat out of games. And now he's sitting out of games. He's getting little to no targets in games. And uh, Travis Kelsey is the only guy that you could trust at the position, which is why, yeah, I think he's the consensus, like, number one tight end and definitely a late first-round pick. Which I have him in 10 also. Oh, uh, so you also have him here. Yeah. I Talking about Mark Andrews, I think he's just been hurt. He's yeah, like he practiced. He's practiced like one time in the past three weeks. Um, I just think he's super banked up right now. I think the Ravens as a whole are. They're on their bye. He comes back. He also outscored Kelsey by like fifty points last year. Like yeah. what what Kelsey is doing is what Mark Andrews was doing last year. Uh-huh. So it Mark Andrews is still good. I would just wait until after the injury. But, but what is the injury one thing or does it it's like, two it, he has like a shoulder and an ankle injury because he gets an injury he plays through the injury he re-injures it he says he's gonna play and then he sort of plays and then he gets hurt again and then he has been hurt for the past four weeks and it's been ridiculous yeah um at pick number 11 another bold one here i have kenneth walker uh him and etienne got the job at the same week same uh same time and he's been the rb2 behind etienne um, he has been so unbelievable. Um, just ridiculous amount of volume, touchdown. He has that burst, breaking tackles, so dynamic. Um, and Rashad Penny is a free agent. He's also hurt, so even if they like sign him back to a one year deal, I mean that still wouldn't scare me because yeah. this is Kenneth Walker's backfield, yeah. and I love I love him. Yeah, and the team hasn't even looked half bad, so it's not yeah. like you're just plopped on an awful offense like Damon Pierce, someone like that is. But, I mean, I completely agree with you here. I think, I mean, I don't have him here, but I do think that it's possible he gets up to these first or second round picks just because he's been so good ever since it's been his backfield, and the Seahawks are only getting better. I mean, they've yeah. been, they've been, they've they've clicked so easily with Geno just because they've got the whole off, off season to work. And, I mean, Lockett and Metcalf are looking better than ever. But mine is Nick Chubb. I think if he, if he falls to here, it's insane value. I mean, he's so good. Kareem Hunt might not be there next year. Who knows with that offense? But even if he is, Nick Chubb gets so much volume. I mean, more of a complete offense with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. Will it? Yeah, I mean, it will. We know, he, we know a lot of things about him. One thing that we know is that he's good at football. He's good. I, he's amazing. It's tough coming back after, like, Two years, the amount of hate that he's gonna have. I mean, it's gonna be yeah, good, but it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, but he's him. still good though. 
It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know I if he offense, will be. He's amazing. He's so talented, but he just... If yeah, Kareem but, if Kareem Hunt is gone, and I kind of feel like he will be just because yeah, he's not he getting have a used. Starting job. He's, not, he, he's not getting used anyways. I mean, if Kareem Hunt is gone and it's just Nick Chubb's backfield, yeah. I mean, the sky is the limit for him. Like, yeah. he could be, like, where Derrick Henry is. He's been unbelievable. Touchdown-wise, incredible. Derrick uh, Henry said it himself that Nick Chubb was the best running back in the league. That, that's him being humble. Derek, yeah, but he, yeah, he but shouldn't, why wouldn't he say that? Oh, Saquon Barkley's best running back. If his if his nickname is King Henry, he's got to have more of an ego. He's got to be. No, he's no, got to no. say himself. Well, I'm I just mean, saying. that might be true. Nick Chubb is insane. Nick Chubb isn't. But then why didn't he say Saquon Barkley or Austin Eckler or Chris? I, he should have said himself. He should have an ego. Well, yeah, but he said Nick Chubb, which because means that's that more Chubb like him. Too. It's like it's like the that's best true. version. That's true. It of is him. like him. That's true. Like he thinks that like a running back is like ground and pound. Yeah. When he knows that a running back yeah. is ground and pound. Um. Yeah. I a hundred percent see him here. Only thing is that um, eh, you know what? I'm not even gonna say it. I I don't think Kareem Hunt's there. Um. Pick number twelve. Um. So I I left off Austin Eckler on this list <laughs> by accident, and then I kind of I kind of forgot to add him back in um but i'm gonna i'm gonna put him here okay. just because uh yeah so pick number 12 i have eckler i or think he goes like way higher to six and then move everyone else down one yeah okay let me find a spot caleb the, who's your 12th pick okay. here? my 12th pick my is Devonte adams and i think he's the most talented receiver in the nfl and he's one of the most talented receivers that we've seen in the past what 20 years and i mean you can't pass up on that talent and he's gonna get even more value here too even more volume year two in the Raiders. I mean, and Derek Carr is awful, but I think he'll get better throughout the years with Devontae Adams, and this Raiders team will be decent next year. It um it is kind of weird, the Raiders. I don't think yeah, Josh McDaniels make makes it through the year. I think that he gets fired. And Devontae Adams, like, he, the whole Raiders as a whole have been super, super weird. Like, two weeks ago, he had one point. And yeah. the Raiders didn't cross the 50-yard line until, like, two minutes left in the fourth quarter against the Saints. And then this past week, he had 35 fantasy points in the first half. Yeah. And then he caught one pass in the second half, and then yeah. they ended up losing. losing. Yeah. So It's a bit of a sign that when they don't throw to him, they might not do so well. Yeah, it's very incredibly strange. They and it, it's also weird, like, Darren Waller hasn't played in, like, five weeks. Knows what's Hunter Renfro, like... Doesn't ever do since anything. that fumble, it's just been literally. He was so good in the playoffs. He was good at the start of the year, and then he fumbled to lose the game. And he's like he got hurt, Cardinals, and yeah. now it's just been nothing. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just this, but this team's fine. They should sign Matt Lafleur because yeah. he made Devonte Adams work with Aaron Rodgers. Clearly, something's wrong with Aaron Rodgers right now. Just bring him to Devonte Adams because n- nobody wants Aaron Rodgers anymore. Bring him to Devonte Adams, and then I think this team can work. I also think that Josh Jacobs could not be in the backfield, possibly. Really? Because they declined his fifth-year option, so he is a free agent for this year. Yeah, but, good. Get him out of there. Yeah. He deserves better. Um, So I found my spot for Austin Eckler, Okay. and I'm going to move Eckler to my fourth pick. I'm going to move mm. him in between Saquon and Justin Jefferson. So he's my pick for us. So I already shifts down. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So those those are my twelve guys. Eckler just shifts yeah, up yeah. and everybody moves down. Um, 
so now we're going to be moving on to our honorable mentions. Again, these are guys who we think could have strong second halves, come out of nowhere. Um, yeah, just stuff like that, who we think could go in the early second round. Um, so my first honorable mention is A.J. Brown. Um, he's going to be in Philly next year. Jalen Hurts is going to be in Philly, and I really think that's all you need. Um, he's the wide receiver six right now. And, yeah, he's just been everything the Eagles could have asked for. Great touchdown, upside, great volume as well. He has, like, a top five target share. And, yeah, I don't see anything changing. Yeah, I mean, it's hard in this Eagles offense just because there's so many good players. It's just so hard. Dallas Goddard gets so many receptions. Devontae Smith can get any so many receptions on any given day. Miles Sanders can go for 100 yards at any time, so it's really unpredictable. But I think A.J. Brown's the only like reliable weapon in this Eagles offense that will go like within these top five rounds. But I definitely do see him going late first round, maybe early second round. My guy is DeAndre Hopkins just because he's looked so good in these games that he's played. And it's not like anything's going to change. He's He's been a top five receiver in the years that he hasn't been hurt. And we've seen his talent throughout the past, what, six or seven years he's been playing. Yeah. He's so good. I, I see it. I think Cliff Kingsbury gets fired um, yeah. this offseason, which I think could really, really help possible. this team. Um, so, yeah, I could definitely see it. I actually don't have him in my five honorable mentions, but mm. I, I kind of want to see how the second half plays out yeah. for the Cardinals as a whole. Um, Kyler Murray as well. I think giving Kyler Murray $246 million might be like a – Colossal mistake. No, 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 no. Uh, I think it's all on the coaching. It it's it's on the coaching until it's not. Because it Cliff Kingsbury has not known what to do. I remember in preseason, Kyler Murray was calling the plays for one of the drives, and they scored <laughs> so funny. many points in a row. And then Cliff Kingsbury started calling the plays, and everything went to just awful. No, they So Cliff Kingsbury called the first half, and they scored yeah, three points, right, and then Kyler right, called yeah. the second half, and they scored 17 yeah, with mean, the third string. Like, so. what, like, I don't understand. It's clear. That there needs to be a change there. He doesn't. He's not a winner. He doesn't like to win. I don't like it. Yeah. He Cliff Kingsbury sucks. But either way, D Hop's amazing, and will never not be. Um, my second player is Ramadre Stevenson. I, I don't have this in any order. These are just kind of guys. Yeah. Um, Damian Harris has no place in this backfield anymore. Um, Stevenson is endorsed by Belichick. Belichick has already said that like he is the running back. He loves him. And also, it's worth noting that, like, Stevenson has the most rushing yards through three weeks by any uh, running back in Belichick's career. Uh -huh. So it shows you the trust that they have in him. And I think he's just going to have the backfield all to himself next year, and he's going to be incredible again. Yeah, I also have Ronjay Stevenson on my list. He has gotten so much volume these past weeks, and it's almost a lock that he gets 100 yards because this Patriots offense has been so weird, and Mac Jones is so terrible that they just need to run the ball. And yeah. Bill Belichick can make anything work. So, yeah, I, I love this. Um, My, uh, yeah, you also have him. Okay, cool. Uh, my third honorable mention is Damian Pierce. Um, he, he's been incredible. And he has been, the, the preseason hype paid off. And that's, like, really, like, the first time that, like, I've seen where, like, everybody, like, keeps on hyping up this guy. Yeah. And then he goes, like, beyond the expectations that mm -hmm. everybody had. He's been so dynamic. He has so much volume. And the only thing that is, like, a little bit alarming to him is that he had, like, 25 carries for 140 yards against the Eagles last week. Yeah. But he only had 14 fantasy points. He didn't right. catch a pass. Mm -hmm. And 
I mean, this Texans offense is going to be bad for a very long time, <laughs> and his touchdown upside is down, down, down. True. But his volume is so, so good. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's really fun. If this have. offense can even get a glimmer of hope, just any signing, any quarterback change, then Damian Pierce can easily jump in into like a top five, top yeah. seven running back. But for now, I think where you have him is perfect. And I agree with this. I think Damian Pierce could also be here. But one of my guys that I have is Alvin Kamara. And he's been picking it up so much lately, ever since coming off that slow start because he was injured. He didn't look right. And now he's been dropping 35 points. So I just think the receiving upside is always there for him. No matter what quarterback is there, hopefully it'll become more stable next year. I mean, the Saints quarterback room has just been awful since Drew Brees, so we'll see what happens next year. Hopefully they go to some sort of rookie or something that can help Alvin Kamara out. But either way, Alvin Kamara is definitely a pick for that I have here. I have no idea what the Saints are going to look like next yeah, year. who knows? They signed Jameis Winston to a one-year deal. They signed Andy Dalton mm-hmm. to a one-year deal. They traded away their first-round pick to the Eagles for yeah. Chris Olave to trade up, so they don't have a first-round pick and next gonna year. And it's going to be a top 10 now. Yeah, and it's I have no idea how the Saints offense is going to look like. Michael Thomas may never play, like, ever again in the NFL yeah. or something. Um, I could definitely see it, though, with Kamara, because yeah. especially rookie quarterbacks, just to get them in, in rhythm, involved in the offense, checking down to Kamara. Um, I could definitely see it. Yeah. Um, my next guy is Brees Hall. Um, he looked like the absolute steal of the draft before he tore his ACL. So fun to watch. So dynamic. Again, the rookie running backs, incredible. Mm Tore his ACL. Um, and I just think that when he comes back, this Jets offense should hopefully be better. Hopefully they move on from Zach Wilson, who is atrocious. And I mean, Brees Hall... He was going to be like the top, like the third best running back in the league if he didn't yeah. get hurt. It's so sad. I mean, and the week he got hurt, it was when he had, what, like yeah. a 60 yard touchdown that game. Yeah. He was dominating against the Broncos, and then he gets hurt as a rookie running back. But I think he can come back. I don't, it just depends if he'll be the same or not. Yeah. Like Saquon, it took him so long to get back to that same, same speed that he got after the first ACL tear. So I really think it just depends on what happens. But if he if he looks the same, then there's no reason to think that he's not going to be that same player. I mean, Etienne is coming off a torn ACL True. this True. year, and I he's mean, been incredible. It took maybe him a little it, while also. Yeah, maybe you just got to ease it back into yeah. it. Could be a potential buy low candidate. True. If you see Brees Hall already next year. Yeah, buy low candidate for next year. If you see <laughs> Brees Hall racking up ten points, and it's like, damn, I drafted this guy second round. What's what's going on with him? Feel free, splurge a little bit. Go, go get a guy who's going to be yeah. incredible. Um, who is uh, your next honorable mention? Another guy I have is Jonathan Taylor. And, I mean, he's just falling off the face of the earth here. And it's really just been hard to watch. He's been injury injuries left and right, a little bit like Alvin Kamara at the start of the year. And I think he's going to bounce back from it. He, he can't not. We've seen what he can do. He just ran for 2,000 yards. He has to be here. Uh, he has to be. I don't know, man. He has to be I here. I don't know. Jonathan Taylor is the worst pick in the draft, and it's not yeah, even close. By far. And he has looked so, so bad, even when he does play, and now he's injured, not good. Frank Wright got fired. Jeff Saturday, yep. who was an That's ESPN analysis, uh-huh. is now the head coach. 
Again, there's going to be a completely different quarterback. It's actually the NFL should investigate the Colts for tanking because there's yeah. no reason to have Sam Ellinger in here and hire Jeff Saturday. They're tanking. Why? Who else should they have a quarterback? I don't know. Cam Newton, maybe? They should just get somebody. I'm thinking Cam Newton. Sam Ellinger is so unbelievably bad. <laughs> Jeff Saturday, how the hell did he get the job? Who knows? It, it's super Maybe he'll weird. turn it around. But they're, the Colts, maybe Jonathan Taylor won't be on the Colts. Who knows? That's what I'm He's saying. amazing. They're full on tanking for CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. Yeah. So I think that this offense is going to look completely different. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't think anybody, he might be the guy where you see him in the second round. And you're like, I don't really want him. Yeah. There's no people who are watching Bryce Young right now and saying that they want him to lead their football team. Yeah. I don't even know if he's going to be in the NFL. Will yeah. he even make the NFL at this point? He's been so bad. Um, Wait, what? Bryce Young. Bryce Young for Alabama. Been he's been so mediocre. He's been incredible. He just lost the biggest game of his career. That's not LSU. the biggest game of his career. I mean, it's the second Played biggest. Played in the national the... championship. Well, yeah, but that doesn't count. This year. <laughs> it doesn't like, count. It's like the biggest game of his career because it's the last his last year of college and he just choked the whole playoffs away. They still won. It's ridiculous. You're ridiculous for they saying that. They didn't win. They lost to LSU. Yeah, you're ridiculous for saying that. CJ Stroud's better. My last guy, this is the dart throw of all dart throws. Uh, Bijan Robinson, he is the running back for the Texas, the Texas uh, University. So he's in college right now, mm. but he is the number one uh, running back prospect in next year's draft. So like after the season, and he'll be a rookie. Um, he he could be exactly what Brees Hall is. So elusive, so dynamic. Just depends what team he goes to. I think he goes middle of the round. Put him on the Commanders, and he will be incredible. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of this guy in my whole entire life. I'm so good. Honest with you. He's so good. But the Texas college football team is awful. Well, it so, doesn't I mean, matter. I don't know. But that's the only knowledge I can Upset possibly bring about this. this week. That is so not true. That is Upset so. They're going to get It's going to be such a high-scoring game. It's ridiculous. But my guy, if we're going for dart throws, is um, Jeff Wilson. I love what I saw. Whoa. I love what I saw on the Dolphins' offense. Lo- okay. I don't think he's an honorable mention for this spot, but I think he's going to be very good at the end of the year because I love what I saw with him in this Dolphins offense. Like we were talking about before, Dude, it's so played, explosive. He played one week. Yeah, I like <laughs> He had 15 carries oh and a couple of receptions out of the backfield and a touchdown. And most are also at a touchdown. I think he's young. He's going to overtake most that they went and got him and replaced him with Chase Edmonds or replaced him for Chase Edmonds over the trade deadline. I think they, they want him. So I think... I think that he's someone that you should definitely try and get in fantasy leagues. I don't know about all the way up here next year, but I just do I think, think that's kind of ridiculous. No. Yeah, yeah. Bijan Robinson, are you kidding me right now? Dude, he's so good. And if we're just looking at running back, rookie running backs hitting like they did. Do you know if the oh UCLA God, quarterback so is in the draft this year? No clue. Dorian Thompson, he's, like a he's so good. Six-year player. He's like, all right. Um, so now we're going to move on to end things off. We're going to be doing ride, or, ride and die. Uh, we're going to pick one guy who we love this week and we are riding in fantasy, and then we're going to pick one guy who we think is going to do bad in fantasy. My ride for the week is Isaiah Pacheco. Um, he was announced as the starter for the Chiefs. Uh, he's a running back for the Chiefs. Uh, he was announced as the starter two weeks ago before the Bills game, and then like all Chiefs running backs have combined for like 20 carries in two weeks. Yeah. So there has been like no head of head running back or anything, no lead back. And now they play against the Jags in what should be a blowout, positive game script. I think he scores a touchdown, and he gets a lot more volume. 
I think he just gets you like a calm 12 to 15. Bro, Isaac week. Pacheco sucks. He's supposed Isaac to be the starter. Pacheco, bro. Who cares if he's the starter? I'm telling yeah, you, I'm Isaac saying Pacheco that Pacheco is means not something. Okay, he might score a touchdown. I think he has the opportunity to score a touchdown just because he's on the Chiefs. Speaking of the incredible Eagles offense, mine's Devontae Smith. They play the Commanders this week, averaging 80 yards a game when he's seeing more than five targets. And we saw what he did to the Commanders last year, time he played them. 160 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, what what's telling me he's not going to have it again? He's um, going to. Because the Eagles have so much talent on offense. Yep, okay, then Goddard. Then Goddard's going to go off this week. Well, I mean, you start, start both of them. Well, you start Goddard. Well, you no start Devontae what. Smith this week 100% because he's going for 20. I don't know if you start him. You start him. I don't know if you can. He's so you, up and down. Yeah, but he's this like week the one guy off. who like isn't reliable on this. Yeah, he's not. So but it, this week you start him. It's interesting. He's not reliable, but this week is the week that he's gonna do well. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, my die for the week is Justin Herbert. The Niners. Uh, he's going up against the Niners, and they just had their bye, and their secondary is gonna get a lot, lot more healthier. Um, they against the Chiefs, they were missing their starting safety, his backup, and their slot corner. Um, if some of these guys come back, the Niners' defense is going to be a lot better, and I think it's going to be a slugfest because Herbert has no talent on offense. The Chargers are going to struggle to move the ball, and I don't see a great game. Also, Herbert just hasn't been that good in fantasy. Yeah. Like the name, a, the name value is incredibly high for Herbert. True. He has been super bad in fantasy this year, so I don't know. I would consider benching him. Yeah, I mean, talk about name value. He might not even been, like, considered a top 12 quarterback in the league this year in fantasy-wise. I mean, he's been so mediocre, Yeah, and I definitely think this is a great pick. Mine are Brandon Cooks and Michael Pittman, both of them, just struggling with bad quarterbacks, and we've seen over the past couple weeks, Brandon Cooks has been so mediocre. Uh, he had six... Six out of his eight points were under 10. And, I mean, six out of his eight games were under 10 points. And Michael Pittman was Sam Allinger's quarterback, like you said. It's almost Awful. like they're tanking, tanking. He's just so – he's so bad. Yeah, so I think both I of these both players of these. are benchable. Yep. I I don't know about Pittman. No, no, no. Benchable. He's benchable. He has 80 – he's like, what, what, 48 yards in two games with this guy? 100. Hun- no, so, he does not. Yeah, it's like 48, 48. Okay, fine. Yeah. But he's still awful. And yeah, he bench him. Um – so thank you guys. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Caleb, for coming on. Thank you to the Brooklyn Podcasting Studio and Josh, the producer. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.